position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello and welcome to episode number 335 of the Best Linux Games Podcast being recorded for you on this Friday the 26th of March 2021 at uh, 7 uh, at 7.01pm so uh, 19.01pm Pacific Coast Time, Coast with the most uh, Crack Engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign, that is a Fucking great idea, because this week was just horrible. Oh. Mmm. Ivor, you're fired. Mmm. That would, of course, make it for our sequel friends. Mmm. 2021. Uh, 03. 26. Uh. 1901. Yes. Alright, so let's get straight to it. Um, hopefully this will be a short show, but there's a lot of stuff that I wanted to rant about this week that involve games, but I just got some horrible news that I'm not going to disclose uh, here. Personal stuff, but uh, we're going to try to have a good time and try to make a short go of it as much as possible. Isn't that right, Ivor? Oh, God. We'll probably be here Till this time next year. It's going to be fucking awesome. You're going to love it. So, straight to our top stories. First off, the only, uh, only, uh, I mean, you know, these last two weeks, 18 people killed in the mass shootings. Um, you know, I just, I can't, I can't talk about it anymore. Um, I just can't, I can't, I, I, I can't talk about it anymore. So, the other big piece of news, other than we're pumping out like 3.5 million vaccines into people's arms, get yourself vaccinated, motherfuckers. If you can, I'm trying. I'm trying to get on uh, the... I'm on the list. But, uh... It's, you know, who knows what the fuck. Um... 
get vaccinated. That that's that's the good news. Bad news is yesterday, Georgia GOP. What the fuck? Georgia State Legislature yesterday passed the most grotesque. Grotesque is almost a parody. Uh, just right in your face. Fuck you. We don't want you to vote. Fuck you. We don't give a fuck about our constituency. We don't give a fuck about democracy. We don't give a fuck about the founding principles of this country. Uh, voter suppression legislation that you know, people say generation and they don't use that, I don't think that they use that term right. This is the worst shit since a hundred years now. Since like, the, you know, really the abortion or reconstruction. I mean, you can't fucking, uh, it's a crime now in Georgia, which by the way, and these are real stats that I heard from the, um, ACLU, uh, his name was, uh, uh, Fuck, his last name was Ho. He was a fucking awesome guy. The ACLU is awesome in general, but uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but he said that in in Fulton County, I think it's Fulton County, wherever Atlanta is, they account for 40, they account for like 50% of the vote in Georgia. They have 38% of the polling places. That doesn't even take into account like the polling capacity. But if you're black in Georgia, chances are very good, like in like 80 percentile, good anywhere in Georgia, including in Atlanta, that your polling place, and this is just in like last the last election, you're going to have to wait first of all, the average wait time in Georgia to vote, and this is just ridiculous on its face I can't believe this is like here in Nevada, like where I live in fucking Las Vegas you know, we might be crazy like this whole state of Nevada is pretty insane, I was born and raised here, Um, and I, I I hate it and I love it and I love it and I hate it, but one thing that I absolutely love is that in general we have this fierce, crazy, real, not co-opted by, like, you know, GOP slash Tea Party slash Koch Brothers type of libertarian streak where we deal with problems in a practical matter. To hear that people in Georgia, the average wait time to vote across the board is five hours in line is so unacceptable and unthinkable to me. And I see it every election cycle. You know, they show the long, long lines and the lines get longer. And every, you know, every cycle, um, the wait times get longer and more pernicious. But the average wait time is five hours to vote in Georgia. This last presidential cycle here in Vegas, everyone across the board in the state got mailed a ballot uh, mail got an absentee ballot, no questions asked, whatever. You fill it out, it's keyed to your, you know, it's keyed to your address. It comes to you, it has your name on it. You filled it out, you threw it back in the mail, done. The cycle before this, um, which is the midterms, I voted in person. I normally vote in person. Uh, it took me 10 minutes and there were, you know, there's no hassle or prompt. It took me 10, 10-15 minutes. Time before that, uh, maybe 20 minutes. It was a longer, it was slightly longer vote. A couple of cycles ago, I did, I was um, it was back when uh, I, you know what, I can't remember, this is so long ago, but I was once pulled aside by someone who did not work at the polling place and told that I was not allowed to vote and that I should sit and wait in this thing for someone to come over and talk. And then like after 20 minutes of that, I 
I stood up and I grabbed the poll worker. I'm like, what? Who is this guy who just, you know, like, oh no, we don't know who that guy is. That's not a guy. No, we'll put you at the top of the line. That was creepy because that was like my first experience with like actual voter suppression. That was when I was significantly younger and I had an afro. Um, I'm not kidding, like a giant fucking afro, like literally six inches on either side of my head sized afro. Uh, and that was the first time I was like, wow. And I was a sociology student back then. And I was like, wow, this shit is for reals. Um, but generally, we've done a good job of controlling it out here in Nevada. Georgia, what the fuck? Five hours to vote? Other things that were... Oh, and by the way, if you're black, it's generally 30 to 50% longer. So it's eight hours to vote. And the legislation that got passed yesterday, it's illegal to bring food or water to people online, waiting online to vote. How does that make any fucking sense? So on one end, you're driving the lines up longer by limiting the polling places, limiting access to early voting, you know, blah, blah, blah. Making it... You're driving those lines longer and longer. The wait times get longer and longer. And if you're black, it's like eight hours. It's like the average. Now you can't bring, you know, water. And there's all this Hogarthian. It's like, it's grotesque. It is grotesque how blatant it is and then you know there's shit going on in Missouri right now where the fucking GOP uh, state legislature is breaking the law by refusing anyway it's a dark time this is like the final fight for democracy right now you know we have to decide we're going to decide what type of country we are we a rule of law country one person one vote a representational democracy are we going to become this hollowed out kleptocratic fucking utterly corrupt vision that the GOP has where they're going to pick their own voters and they're going to limit you know it doesn't matter they're going to be completely unresponsive to the will of the people even in their own party, even in their own constituencies, even to the exclusion of their own voters, it's, this is the shit. Like, we are in the shit. January 6th was absolutely the worst. I mean, it was the worst. I've decided now. It was the worst. It was as bad. It was worse than September 11th. But September 11th was more more immediately horrifying, but we are in crisis here in this country. And I know that's what the, the people on the right say. Well, guess what? We don't lie constantly. We don't lie to retain power. We don't lie to impose our will of minoritarian rule in the South African model from the 80s, from the 70s into the 80s, etc., so when you hear me say that we're in crisis mode, we are in crisis mode. And it's not like a civil unrest type of crisis mode yet. I don't know if it will be or what. But legislatively, across the board, the irresistible force is about to meet the immovable object, either in the form of getting rid of the filibuster. By the way, one final thought about politics. I know we've gone on for 14 minutes now. Shit. I have no one to talk to. It's why, like, you know, we didn't stop doing this podcast. It's like, it's the only thing that's kept me sane through quarantine. Quarantimes! Mitch McConnell, who is now, like, so disgraced himself, debased himself to the, to the position of blatant, abject liar. And he'll go down in history. If there is history, he will go down in history as absolutely the most destructive person to come into the fucking Senate, control of the Senate, um, ever. I just read this book called uh, Kill Switch. It's really dark. It's the history of the Senate and traces the origins of the filibuster comes from piracy, freebooter 
but Mitch McConnell coming out earlier this week and saying if the Democrat well, if the Democrats uh, that's my Jerry Manuel, sorry um, well, if the Democrats they come out and they you know, it'll be nuclear winter everything will grind to a halt if they, if the Democrats fuck with the filibuster which is the only thing that keeps uh, the minority in our Senate from allowing anything that the majority wants to do to ever get passed. They did it for fucking eight years with Obama. They're gonna, they, then, you know, it was whatever Trump wanted was greenlighted. Then now it's back to we're gonna fucking stop you at anything you want to do, no matter how much, like, literally during Obama, Mitch McConnell filib- fucking filibustered and prevented votes on shit that was not only essential, but was shit that was literally bills that the Republicans had passed the previous fucking presidency that they wanted that didn't that didn't go through. There were bills that the Democrats were so willing to capitulate on, and they still wouldn't do it because their goal was to make. Barack Obama, a one-term president. That's in his own words on videotape. Unfucking believable. And so what we've had for half of my life is a fucking minoritarian government that doesn't do goddamn fuck all, even in the middle of a pandemic. No Republicans vote for $1.9 trillion uh, for everything that we need right now. Everything we needed six months ago. To tune of 400,000 people whose study came out this week died unnecessarily because of Donald Trump and the GOP. So there is no depth. There is no limit. There is no lower limit to this shit. And now they're rolling out 250 fucking legislative agendas in all 50 states. It's 260 fucking bills that they're trying to pass into law that utterly fucks voting rights. And last thing about Georgia, my, lead, my like the most repugnant thing apart from like you can't give people water on the line. For me, it's got to be they're trying to stop polling. They're trying to make all polling places close at five o'clock. They've already extensively curtailed early voting. They tried to, one of the things they stripped from the bill was that they were going to make it early voting on Sundays, only one Sunday for that cycle. Were they going to allow polling places to be open? Unbelievable. But five o'clock, yeah, if you have to work, get fucked. Guess who that, guess who that impacts? Fucking, you know, lower income people, black people, um, underserved, undercared about districts. People have to work for a fucking living, and right now, you know, you got three jobs. Yeah, you have the right to vote. You can vote whenever you want, provided that it's not after five o'clock on a week, on a Tuesday, on election day. Be sure to show up early. Oh, and by the way, get fucked. Un fucking believable and so this has to stop because this is like the core this is this is it if we don't stop this yeah so happier news so that's 20 minutes we'll be we'll go for an hour and a half I guess tonight more whiskey that's right Ivor Ivor who is an undead zombie undead suicidal zombie over there in the booth he has more voting rights than because Ira works 27 hours a day when was the last time when was the last cycle you voted oh really oh. said it was uh, 1896 
That explains why your knowledge of uh, sound engineering is so inexpressibly anti-comprehensive. All right, so on with this week's show. This week, really cool feature for you. Um, Steam is doing a Steam remote Let's Play Together sale. We have two excellent deals for you, and we were going to do a little rant about Steam Let's Remote Let's Play Together because I love it. Ah! That that rant, that runs from the 25th, so yesterday, through the 29th, so Monday. Tons of good games in there. We picked two that I particularly like. Also, at the same time, and this one doesn't affect me, I, I just, it's not it's not my favorite developer anymore because I've spent so many fucking years now with Linux. Right now, there's also a Square Enix weekend sale, but I say blah. I looked at the titles. Eh, you know, whatever. I'm not that into Final Fantasy anymore because like, they make a new one every other fucking quarter, and so I can't keep anything straight. I don't know if any of that shit runs on Linux. So anyway, so we're not going to talk about that, but be aware that that's going on this weekend, so jump on that with both feet if you do care. Be sure to check ProtonDB before you purchase, uh, you know, just to minimize, you know, your if you have to return it, you know, problems. But uh, go forth, venture forth, if that is your cup of tea, do not let me detain you. Um, also in our top stories, Hellish Court. For those of you who haven't heard the show before, Hellish Court is just like Bushido Blade, the original Bushido Blade. It's a physics-based sword dueling game, uh, but it's a fighting game with authentic, historically accurate uh, swords uh, and moves, and it's physics-based. And it's still in early access, it's buggy, but it's fantastic if you, like me, love Bushido Blade, and I loved Bushido Blade. Mm. They're rolling out, they're in constant development with that. It's in, very much in early access, but completely playable. They've added a new fighter now, uh, the Hadouk. Uh, Turkish duel, dueling guy who I got to play as um, yesterday or the day before. He is deadly as fuck. Um, only thing that really prevents me, I already have like 12 hours in, I think in a Hellish Court because um, it's just so much fun to play, even buggy as it is, it's even better when you can remote play together with someone, so you can get the, the because the AI is a little fucked up the developers are very straightforward with what they're working on but I have to say at this point the one thing that's preventing me, and I think preventing a lot of people from playing that game a lot more, and from that game getting a lot more buzz, is the lack of a moves list for every character that actually is a moves, li- moves list for that character on the pause screen. And I understand that, like, you know, you don't want to make a moves list before the moves for every character are really fleshed out. That's a good rationale maybe two months ago now you should make a moves list for the moves that the characters have because and then you know change them as you go along there needs to be moves list for every character because there's like seven characters they're all pretty distinct and the moves haven't changed that much by the way Um, and I know that they're working on all of that stuff and I know what a pain in the ass it is to actually change the the blend trees and the animation cycles and the controller inputs and everything and then to you know document what does what they kind of need to do that now because it's it's holding me back from wanting to play the game especially with Aduk cuz he's fucking cool but unless i know the moves you know unless i know moves <laughs> I'll see you recognize power, you know. Um, 
But they have a new fighter. Uh, that's cool. They're also rolling out another new fighter soonish, because it looks like his model is, is finished as well. I don't know about his animations. He's got a cutlass. Mm. How do you guys a saber? I don't know how to pronounce that. Turkish fighter from the 16, 1600s. Um, really cool animation, too. He's got a cool fucking pose. He holds his hand on his back on his scabbard. And then he just has the one hand with the giant curved blade raised above with his shoulders kind of turned. Ah, oh, he's the best thing since Marie. My rapier, bitch. Rape your face. As I used to say uh, in in uh, Bushido Blade. It's a great game and I heartily recommend that if you want to play it with someone hit me up on Steam. Find me, friend me on Steam. My name is Skookie Sprite. S-K-O-O-K-I-E-S-P-R-I-T-E You don't even need to own a license for that game. Just hit me up, friend me, and we can play it. It streams to you. Alright. That brings us... Oh, yes. One final thing. My Valheim obsession this week has escalated beyond all previous Valheim obsessions. Because I've got an iron now, and... I'm using multiple worlds because I'm still playing solo. And it just recalled to mind to me earlier this week that I have not really been this hardcore obsessed with the game since Seven Days to Die. And then prior to that, really Minecraft. And on IHC, one of my favorite things that I, I built into IHC was the wilds with a random location teleporter and I wish that that was in Valheim because it would really alleviate a lot of the pressure that I feel internally because like yeah I know like people sometimes watch me when I live stream I've done some funny fucking live streams this week if check out the Val the Valheim live stream that's gonna go on tonight is called Valheim raw viking short times of ultimate nothing that's for when I'm stoned and drunk and enjoying the mind erasingness of Valheim later tonight. But uh, having multiple worlds where, like, you know, multiple, yeah, having these multiple worlds that I use in Valheim really needs to be added into Valheim itself to make the game playable for people who want to do it in single player. I know the game is not focused on that. I know the game is designed to make it easy for people to come together and, you know, across different worlds on different computers and using this thing called the internet um, to form bands of Vikings that can accomplish bigger goals together. But for a lot of us, it's just not worth it especially because it's so much more fun, really, in a lot of ways to play alone, especially considering that the communication system in the game is so fucked up. Like, the in-game communication, like, if you have to type, it's very fucked up, and, like, I use a gamepad anyway. So, anyway, eh, I don't know. 98% of everything I've done, I've done myself. And so anyone who wants to give me shit for multiple worlds can you know, go fuck themselves and start a new game and see if I'm at 170 hours in Valheim. I'm getting ready to start thinking about the third boss out of like 10, right? I think it's like six or seven. Things are getting easier for me. I'm making a lot of stuff. Um, but realistically, like they need that random thing. And the other thing that I really wish that they were... But, well, anyway, I don't want to talk all about Valheim. One thing that's really cool about Valheim this week is, like I said last week, the developers posted an announcement that they're they're over the initial shock of trying to put out all the fires and uh, managing their horrendous success. They're up to like 6 million... I think they're up to 6 million units sold um, for a de- development team of 5 people. That's amazing. It's 20 bucks... It is great if you like survival, difficult survival-based 
it's a this game is so weird. It's it's it hits so many of my excellent favorite things from the last like three greatest games that I've probably played. Um, but anyway, this week they pushed a bunch of patches. Finally, all of which, of course, patch things that I know nothing about, really, like Desquitos and shit. I've yet to run into a Desquito. But, uh, I know the swamps now. And I know long sea voyage. I'm about to learn a real long sea voyage. And I love the procedural generation. It was the same magic that got me addicted to Minecraft. Um, and then ultimately led me to create IHC. Which was fucking madness. So my Valheim obsession has escalated beyond all known proportions. That brings us... And our feature this week, once again, is Steam's Remote Play Together sale, which runs from 25th to 29th. But first, we have two Numenoreli, so baste them with them, Ivor. I was a North American fall when worm in my former life. Here are the newest and most noteworthy titles from this week. Alright, so first off is, well, we only have two new and noteworthy, but the second one I'm very nervous about because it has a lot of qualifications that I have to go through and I have to talk about that game too. But anyway, first game in our new and noteworthy for this week, new to me, is another game that's in early access. It's called U-Boat. It is a 1940s World War II German U-Boat simulator game. The first submarine simulator first modern submarine simulator to come out in forever um, it's highly detailed I played 111 minutes of it I did a live stream of it last night of one of the tutorials I really like this game, it's very buggy but it runs on Linux and it's still in early access they're doing extensive development on it but what it tries to do is put you firmly in the role of the skipper in a technologically, you know, inept, but still marvelous and insane, like what these guys did. I'm talking about submariners of, you know, World War II, especially the U-boat captains. Post where the tutorial takes place, the tutorial pl- takes place at, you know, where we're attacking, you know, merchant freighters and shit for the Allied forces. So it's like, you know, they're not going to shoot back and stuff. Um but you learn how to dive and you learn the ship systems and what it really tries to do is simulate the psychological effects along with the technological command and control it's like faster than light but almost in like a flight simulator kind of vibe where your crew is of paramount importance and I knew I had to play this game I guess this will be like our let's read reviews that other people have written because like for this game I broke all my rules like I read a lot of the reviews and they were so funny like even the ones that like were fiercely negative were hilarious like this one it's the best subsim ever until about oh no it's the best subsim until about halfway through the game this guy has 140 hours on record it's the best subsim and he did not recommend it Subsim until about halfway through the game. Once you have to fight warships instead of sinking transports, your crew goes bonkers! Or at least that's the way I can explain it. In the middle of battle, one of my crew members has a heart attack. Suddenly your sub-team starts having medical issues and I can't do anything without them freaking out. Just minutes after having contact, that kind of bullshit starts happening. It makes the game very stressful and that's not why I play games. I hated it. And so I read that, I'm like, I have to get this game. Because that sounds amazing. Next best review, I gave him an award. Colonel Angus reports, I love this game. It's like a more modern version of Silent Hunter, which is exactly what it is. With better mission variety. I prefer this one. Uh... Can you put it on a torpedo? And there's lots of camera issues in this game. And there's some bugs. Like, there's... it's It's... Very weird, and it's very kind of difficult to control, and there are giant parts of the tutorial that are really 
not just inadequate, but like insane. Like they don't make any sense. And so you have to experiment a little bit with it. But like you're gonna crash in I don't know, it's fun. It's fun. I like to play it when I'm really, really high. Because you have to manage a lot of complex systems with actually delegating those systems to officers who then delegate those tasks to their crew but man that station. And it's a very complicated thing. It's a very complicated game that they try to simplify in a lot of ways. And it looks like they're doing a good job of it. They're still working on the game. But that's U-Boat. U-Boat retails for... Ivor, you're fired! $14.99 right now through April 2nd. It is 50% off. That's why I got it this week. Almost every game, except for their next one, is on sale. Now, our next game, that's that's U-Boat. Uniform... Bravo. Uh, what's O? Oh. Jesus, my Miller. Ah, my NATO phonetic alphabet is disappearing from my brain. Okay. Alpha, Bravo, Charlie, Delta, Echo, uh, E, F, uh, F is not Frank, is it? Golf. Hotel, India, H I, uh, Juliet, J K, Kilo, K L, uh, Lima, um, uh, M is Motel, no, M is, uh, what is that? Mike, M is always Mike, uh, L M, and November, uh, O, Oscar, Oscar. I'm doing that from memory. And then Papa, LMNOP, uh, Q Quebec, which is a terrible phonetic thing, but whatever. I guess because it's on a map that they expect everyone to kind of, I don't know, it's Quebec. But what else are you going to do for Q? Because it's going to be different for every language. But okay, so Q, uh, anyway, P, Q, R, Romeo, uh, S, uh, S, Sierra. God damn it. Man, I'm rusty. Uh, T-Tango, Uniform, Victor, Whiskey. That's right, more Whiskey. Uh, Element of X-Ray, Yankee, Zebra. U-Boat. Uniform, Bravo, or yeah, Bravo, Oscar, Alpha, Tango, all one, all one word, no spaces. Her next game is the game that is happens every fucking week. I put together a feature and everything on Thursday, and Friday something happens. Luckily, this next game does not currently work on Linux, but I've only had. 30 minutes to try to fuck with it because it's been a fucking crazy day and it was literally it's 7 it's 7.30 it's 7.33 uh, right now at quarter till 7 was when I got this game it too is also still in early access this is a porn game called Subverse S-U- Sierra Uniform Bravo Victor Echo uh, Romeo, Sierra, Echo. Subverse. It is... Oh, no, no, I don't want to play it now. I do want to play it now, but I don't want... No, stop. Subverse is 30 bucks. It's like the only game in this entire episode that's not on sale. I have to read you a lot of... No! I tried to cancel it, but it would not cancel. Uh, let's see, top. Okay, we kill. Subverse. Yeah, there you go. Die, 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 die. So here's what they, here's what the developers bill it as. This is a hardcore porno game. A sexy new sci fi parody where you command your own starship filled with the hottest babes in the galaxy who are ready to bring your fantasies to life in fully animated love scenes. So far, the reviews have been very positive. Came out March in early access. And this is what has been on my list. It came out today, finally. Because other people who have been doing the ProtonDB report, there's one person who filed a ProtonDB report nine months ago. He had an 
early alpha of it came out today. So hopefully there will be progress made on this, but I have to read you about some of the developers about this game. Welcome to a new era in adult entertainment. I don't know. Okay, first of all, before I even read this, I have, fine, fine, fine. Our feature this week is Steam Let's Remote Play Together, which I regard as the hidden jewel of Steam, and we should talk more about why I really regret... The two greatest things in Steam are Steam Remote Play Together, which turns couch-based single-player games when you have no friends during COVID, or if you just have no friends in general, such as myself, turns them all into internet-enabled games, where the other player doesn't even need to have a license which is brilliant on every fucking level. It's great for the developers. It's great for the players. It's great because it's like inviting people into your living room and then you guys just get to play fucking games. And it works really well. Most of the time. Last, this month has been a little shaky. Anyway, because we're, we're coming back to Subverse because I'm going to read, I'm going to close out this this episode with reading you basically everything that the developers have to say about this game. Subverse, by the way, is $30. Our two deals for Steam Remote Let's Play Together, which we're not going to talk about evidently this week, are one of our perennial favorites. I wonder if Master Andy wants to listen to this show. Some people will not come back to the new Discord server. It's depressing me. Bloody XDE won't come back. Fucking Master Andy Wong won't come back. Lots of other people. Casimirez won't come back. People that I love who need to who need to be around in the Discord server so I can talk to them. It's my fault. It was my fault that anyway, I'm an idiot. I I didn't realize that deleting the server would create this diaspora of people that I like. But Master Andy Wan introduced me to a great game forever ago called Heave Ho. That would be Hotel Echo Alpha Echo Space Hotel Oscar Heave Ho Game that is multiplayer only and doesn't it has not gone on sale that much Heave Ho right now through the 29th is $4.99 50% off the goal of which and you only need one license for that game to play it amongst many other people all at once Heave Ho is a game where you grab onto a wall with one arm and then have to swing and attach yourself to the hands of your other people as you swing them to other places. It's like rock climbing but with two people and four sets of hands that have to work together and it's just hilarious. It's one of the fucking best games ever for multiplayer. It is like, you know, cartoon... It's when you're sucking, it is the best game ever. And then when you're really good, it's even better. The other game for the Steam Remote Play uh, sale is, and this game is phenomenal, it's called Crimson Clover World Ignition. If you, like I, go back to the uh, early early to mid-90s era of uh, arcade games, uh, and you like shooters, you like scrolling space shooters, although many of these games weren't set in space, like there's a Striker series, then you know the Psycho story. The Psycho story is what invented bullet hell. And unbelievable graphics. Overwhelm the player with unbelievable graphics, amazing sprites, insane and impossible to navigate, memorize, and counteract and maneuver bullet hell boss patterns give them you know maybe five minutes off of one credit and then let them learn and then mine the money all the while making the best, some of the best and most difficult space shooters and most visually impressive shooters of all time, even though Strikers was set in World War II Crimson Clover World Ignition. If you hear my voice, just buy this game. It is 75% off at $2.49 through March 29th. This game is made of more explosions 
than I may have ever seen in any other game in my adult life. It takes a Psycho formula, flips it on its head. Instead of making it super difficult to start with, let's give them 30 levels of overwhelming madness. Let's start them off with, like, basically a fully upgraded ship in the novice and tutorial, you know, run-throughs. Let's give them unstoppable weaponry right from the get-go. So you, unlike, you know, like a Raiden or um, a Shura Blaster, you know, you don't have to, like, meticulously work your way up into having, like, a fully operational battleship against, like, hundreds of thousands of alien hordes. No, you basically start with everything. Then there's two break modes, which replace in the main ship, there's four different ships, or three different ships, I think. Um, I'm... Anyway, check out the video of the week. You'll see what I mean when I say it's made out of more explosions. It is so fun. If you like scrolling shooters and you miss this game, which I did, I missed it because it, it I never heard of it. It's called Crimson Clover World Ignition. Right now, it is $2.49. Do not let that price tag fool you. It's down from 10 bucks now through uh, the 29th. Um, and my probably my one of my favorite things about this game is that it's by it was developed by a company called Adventure Planning Service, which is an indi- a Japanese independent developer um who's made other shooters before, this game is phenomenal. Just, I don't know, it might actually end up being the screenshot for this week's episode. Now that we've dispensed with all of the substantive elements of our discussion of Linux gaming, we can now return. And if you have younger listeners um, who don't need to know what a skeevy perv you are in a sexual way, (laughs) I'm kidding. Mm. Oh, that might be too late. Uh, beware. You can turn off the show now. But this is how we're going to close out the show. So this is Subverse's Steam page. And I cannot get... By the way, for the record, this game's 30 bucks. I'm not returning it yet. I could not get it to actually let me get past the uh, in-game disclaimer thing, like you have to click on I accept and it just would not accept yes for an answer but it came out today and it's in early access so hopefully there will be fixes for it there's a funny thing about porn games, about hentai games is that they always suck and I don't mean pun not intended there's always like this weird thing where it's like I don't want to jerk off while I play a video game but I have to play the video game because I want to see what I can't jerk off to, I don't know, it's weird it's such a funny it's a very strange thing, it's a very strange thing, it's like, probably appeals to the same market of people who used to go to fucking adult movie theaters it's like, okay, I'm gonna watch this, uh, secretly jerk off or whatever or not and then go home and then, you know, in my mind now filled with fantasies, I can, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with those people. Just fucking wait till the internet's developed and then get a fucking Playboy. Anyway. This game ostensibly has Whoa! All reviews, very positive. 1,496 is a lot for a porno game. But the reason why I spent the 30 bucks on it was I read all of this page and I thought it was so funny that I wanted to share it with all of you and then I was disappointed to find that I couldn't make it run but I will make it run. If by this time next week Subverse does not run on Linux I will absolutely tell you if I remember. I'll delegate that to Ivor. So, mature content description. The developers describe the content like this. 
Subverse contains fully 3D animated explicit sex scenes handcrafted by a team of degenerate neckbeards. Please be warned that a standing crew of gorgeous women are ready to bring your fetishes to life and that all scenes are accompanied by pleasure-filled lewd moans performed by highly talented voice actresses. There is also cuddling in this game. If such lewd acts are offensive to you, then you should avoid installing this game at all costs. Seriously, don't do it. About this game. This is all their copy. I didn't have to write any of this. This is all... We're just fucking farming it out. Welcome to a new era in adult entertainment. Tired of crappy, low-effort hentai games? Then enter the Subverse, an old-school PC gaming experience developed from the ground up for the discerning adult by a team of filthy apex predators. Perverts! Apex perverts, not predators. It's not about sexual predation. Apex perverts. See, I've already ruined the reading. Oh well. Explore a wacky new galaxy. Discover the Prodigium galaxy, filled to the brim with original lore and thick, meaty content. <laughs> Explore dozens of star systems and hundreds of planets to find all sorts of missions, anomalies, and other interesting stuff, like, and then this is bolded. Sexy bounty hunter squid girls that relentlessly stalk you and your equally sexy crew of waifus. Now, continuing on. Fight in space or planet side. Now, this game, it looks like the main play mechanic happens in like an Armada style, enormous, semi whatever, not procedurally generated, but it's it's very pretty. And it's a shooter. It's a it's a top-down space shooter with, uh, you know, screen scroll in any direction that you want. Fight in space or planet side. Throw down either shmup-style space missions dripping with retro nostalgia, or take the thinking man's approach and duke it out on the ground with dynamic turn-based combat. Mastering both modes will lead to glorious booty so you can upgrade your ship and troops. Speaking of which, your own ship! The Mary Celeste not only holds the record for the fastest sublight delivery of weed in the galaxy. See, that's when I was like, okay, I have to buy this. The Mary Celeste not only holds the record for the fastest sublight delivery of weed in the galaxy, but she's also your base of operations. Visit your various stations like engineering, the hangar, and the locker room to upgrade your forces or relax in leisure spots like the bar and your quarters. Rogue's Gallery of Badass Babes. There are no good girls in Subverse. Well, not until you train them anyway. (laughs) These are the baddest babes in the galaxy, complete with exceptional combat potential and drop-dead gorgeous looks, and the game does look good. Earn their loyalty and get some other exceptional benefits in the process. Period. Like sex. Period. Alright, unwind after a hard day. It's time for some fully animated studio studio foul quality rewards. Experience a diverse array of scenes from female-female pairings, female-mare pairings, female-whatever-the-fuck-that-thing-is pairings. All animated by the same team that brought you such cinematic classics as Bioshag Trinity and Mila Red Riding Hood. Features list. No pay to win. No gotcha. No loot boxes. No daily logins. Get rewarded for winning, not for losing. Spend your rewards on unlocking diverse sex scenes, including certain premium ones, with the ability to control speed in the moment of climax. (laughs) All this shit I find so hilarious and weird. And some of it can be very, 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 um, you know, I am a heterosexual male, so I have a... I have a penis, so I, I'm, I, they had me at hello. An ensemble of waifus to join your crew, all fully voice acted by an all-star cast of adult voiceover talent. Powered by the latest Unreal Engine 4 tech, this is Studio Fire like you've never seen them power before. Beautifully rendered babes and the trademark cinematic quality has been given the next-gen treatment. Cutscenes and animated models drive the narrative forward, fight in space with high-octane shoot-em-up missions, or plant side with tactical turn-based combat, a pulsating 35-plus track original soundtrack with chill-step, trap, and synth-wave tunes. Oh, I care. I heard 
one piece of this music and it was terrible. Upgrade your ship and waifu's combat abilities. And that's it. And that'll do us for this week. That is Subverse. 30 bucks. If it doesn't work by next week, I will return it sadly with heart heavy with misery. Till then, I'll be playing Valheim on the interwebs. Mm. Absolutely, though, if you like scrolling shooters without porn, Crimson Clover World Ignition, 75% off $2.49 through Monday. Get that game. And it has Steam Remote Play. Let's, you know, play together. That game is awesome. It's insane. I, I've only gotten like level four. I think there's 30 levels. Hang on, let me fact check that. Thank you, Ivor, for fact checking that for me. You're fired. Hang on, let's see. Oh my god! I just I just glanced at the critic reviews for, for uh Crimson Clover World Ignition. I meltingly, this is total biscuit, says, I meltingly ridiculous and surprisingly enough that actually works. It's wild. This is really, really fun. That's exactly what I thought. This game's an older code, sir. It's from uh, 2014, but I missed it completely and it's $3. Um, Hang on, where is the... Yeah, let's see... Oh, it also has a replay feature. Anyway, check, the game's awesome. Stay tuned to the Discord or the live stream on Twitch or whatever. You'll eventually see us play. Or check out the um, the show blurb for this week's episode. Maybe there'll be a link to uh, the 20 minutes that I did this afternoon specifically for the show. See you next week. Cheers. Thanks for listening. The internet is for poor. The internet is for poor. What are you doing? Hey, hey, I think this is porn. Porn, porn, porn. A good idea. Tracky. Oh, hello, kid monster. You are ruining my song. Oh, me sorry. Me no mean to. Well, if you wouldn't mind, please being quiet for a minute so I can finish. Okie dokie. Good. I'm glad we have this new technology. Poor porn. Don't keep fucking saying that to me! Poor porn. Oh, sorry. From your own desktop. For. You can research, browse, and shop. Until you've had enough and you're ready to stop. It is I, E.B. Farm. Internet is for poor. The internet is for poor. A good idea. Hugging me. Porn to porn. 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 That's gross. That is a fact. Pervert. I like you. I'll get you a drink. Oh, really? You're a pervert. Normal people don't sit at home and look at porn on the internet. Oh? What? You have no idea. Ready, normal people? Ready. Good evening, pricks. <laughs> internet is horrible. Sorry, Kate. The internet is horrible. I masturbate. All these guys unzip their flies for porn. Porn. The internet is not for porn. Flames, flames, flames on the side of my face. A good idea. Internet is for porn. I hate porn. Grab your dick and double click for porn. 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 I hate men. I'm leaving. I hate the internet. The internet is for internet is for internet is for porn. And wipe your hands. If I see a smudge, I will have you destroyed. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die.
Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.